Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 102 of Be With Me. I'm going to title today, Unmoored by a Phrase. And then I'm going to walk walk me through that I'm unmoored by not just a phrase, but a person and a person of the Trinity and the whole Trinity. But then at the end, uh, I'm kind of feeling anchored or moored by the phrase and more moored by the person and moored by the Trinity. Uh, the phrase that has been uh, on my heart is this this phrase, quote-unquote, Spirit of Jesus. And it, it's in Acts chapter 16, verse 7. Uh, that's our official uh, passage. And it kind of stopped me in the, my tracks because isn't Jesus gone? Isn't he sitting at the right hand of the Father? Didn't he kind of tag out and leave the Holy Spirit? And then he's going to come back. He's going to tag back in uh, at the second coming. So this phrase, the spirit of Jesus, is what has caused me to stop and think a little bit and do some cross-references, which is what we're going to do today. So the question for me is, who is the spirit of Jesus? I have it. uh, And does the language of this concept, does thinking about the language help me? Does it calling the Holy Spirit something different? Does that help me think differently? And then does it help me to be different or to trust differently? And does it uh, help my faith? So my question for God is, why do you put this phrase here? Why don't you just call this the Holy Spirit or just call this the Trinity? Well, I think he's trying to help me understand uh, a bit about himself. I think he's trying to reveal himself and reveal his presence kind of show me his face, show us his face, uh, and show the different facets of the faces of the Trinity and showing us the face of the one God. So it's we're swimming in deep waters here, obviously. So yesterday I did a lot with the commentaries, and I'll just summarize it. They're like, well, of course the Spirit of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Um and maybe even another name for the Holy Spirit. So we know some names for the Holy Spirit, helper, truth, um, functions as a convictor of sin. And so here's my question. Uh, I'll start with the heresy. So I have God living within me so that I am divine. I think that's a heresy, and we'll just dismiss that one right away. The two functional things that this comes down to is, do I have indwelling in me only, kind of emphasizing that, quote unquote, only the Holy Spirit, which, you know, that's that's bad enough. Um, and do I have just all of him and then the parts of the Father and Son that I have are the parts of the Holy Spirit that resemble uh because they bear a family resemblance. The Holy Spirit bears a family resemblance to the Father. The Holy Spirit bears a family resemblance to the Son, and that's how I have the Father and Son via a family resemblance, or that's the first choice, or B, which is I have all three. I have the Spirit of God. I have the Spirit of Jesus. I have the the Holy Spirit in real ways to the extent that he wishes and having the relationship and favor therein. So let me go let me go to John chapter uh, 14 and just talk about Jesus. This is Jesus during the Last Supper and he's telling the disciples 
uh, verse 18, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Jesus saying, I will come to you. Um, in that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. That's verse 20. Then verse 28, you heard me say, I am going away, and I will come to you. If you love me, you would have rejoiced because I'm going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Uh, then verse 23, Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him. And then here it is. And we, plural, will come to him and make our home with him. Then, uh, of course, one of my favorites of all time, John 16, verse 7, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And then um, I wanted to go also to Romans chapter 8 and uh, start with 8. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If, if in fact, the Spirit of God, so now we have a Spirit of God, not just the Spirit of Jesus. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong uh, to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to you mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells within you. And then there's another passage in Galatians, which I like, that that because you are sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. And I get this peace of God that longs for and seeks for, yearns for, wanting the characteristics of the of uh, of the Trinity, wanting to be home. All right, so here are my conclusions. Number one, I think the Holy Spirit is living and active and indwelling. Number two, the Spirit of God is living and active and indwelling. And the Spirit of Jesus is living and active and indwelling. And maybe I am more resourced, and that is given more gifts, given more of Him, given more of the Father, more of the Son, more of the Spirit, than I know or that certainly that I have known. And certainly more than I have regularly access. So I think I should call on him more and appreciate this him more. And the word for the fancy spiritual word for appreciation is worship. So the phrase has unmoored me, and then the who this person is has unmoored me, and the Trinity has unmoored me. But then I feel more anchored that he's, you know, given me the Father, given me the Son, given me the Spirit. And I, the point is, I have everything I need to obey, to be convicted of sin, to walk in truth, to walk in his presence, to be near him, to have the fullness of him in my life. And it's, a, it's encouraging. So I have, the, I'm, I have enough. I have a sufficient amount. And the, this indwelling of the Father, Son, and Spirit just calls me with intimacy. He's made himself known so that he can make himself near. Thank you for listening for this Trinity. I hope you are not unmoored today.